0: Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. Welcome back to Search the Scriptures. Search the Scriptures is program on which we do exactly that. We dig deep into God's word, we try to peel the layers of the onion back so to speak, and look at the deeper teachings there, the more detailed understandings. We don't want to just do a surface-level kind of study of God's Word. We want to dig deep, look at it in detail, and see what the Scriptures really say, not just surface-level reading, but really understanding as fully as we can the meaning of what God has communicated to us through His Word. He guided, through the Holy Spirit, the penmen, the human beings who wrote it down, to write His very Word the Apostle Paul said that all Scripture is given by inspiration of God. Rome, 2 Timothy chapter 3, and verse 16. When you look into the original Greek, the understanding there is that it is God's very word, and so he guided through the Holy Spirit those writers to write it down accurately so that we can have absolute confidence in the Bible as being God's very word to guide us in his will and through this life here on this earth and all the way to a home in heaven with him for all of eternity, if we will follow his teachings and live by them faithfully. Well, we're so thankful to have this opportunity to use the means of radio airwaves to reach out in such a widespread basis. We're thankful that so many listen to this program, many every day or just about every day. But there are some who they listen very frequently, but they can't tune in every day because of their busy schedules. Others listen not even as often as that because their schedules don't allow them to tune in when this program airs each day, even though it airs several times each day. But we want to give you the opportunity to be able to listen every day at your convenience when you can work that into your busy schedule. If you'll go to our website, churchofchrist.com, churchofchrist.com, scroll down the homepage to our podcast button, click on that, and sign up for our podcasting. It is free It always will be free. We're not after people's wallets. We want to help people get to heaven. When you sign up for our podcasting, you will automatically receive on your smart device, whichever one you choose, your smartphone, your computer, laptop, pad, tablet, whatever it might be, you'll automatically receive to your smart device this radio program every day, five days a week. Search the scriptures. And then you can... Pull it up and listen to it as your schedule allows. If you miss a program one day, it'll be there the next day. You can listen to it the next day. You'll also receive automatically a great daily, seven-day-a-week, about a 13-minute short Bible study every day called Today's Bible Class. Really good to keep us in God's Word for at least a few minutes every, every day. And then you'll also receive all of our radio. Or, I'm sorry, all of our sermons, and those are now being posted in video format as well as audio format. And you'll receive a Sunday morning Bible class, a Wednesday night Bible class, and while you're in our website, you can download and read through. Uh, you can download and read through hundreds of scripturally based and spiritually focused articles that you can read and study through on your own. All of that's free, and again, it always will be free. We hope you'll take advantage of it, and tell others as well. And tell others to tune in to this program, Search the Scriptures. Now, we are in a series of studies that is very fundamental, that is really very basic to our faith, and that is a study on the existence of God. We have gone through three separate sections of this study. We're in the fourth right now, and there'll be one more after this. But the first three sections, we have tried to look at, should we believe in God? Can we believe in God? Does it make sense to believe in God? Based upon logical reasoning, now, in this particular study, we're going to get into some technicalities, some technical observations and understanding that really shows God to be the Creator. But in those first three sections, we were looking at logically, where does morality come from? For morality to really exist, there has to be a moral lawgiver. And that moral lawgiver has to be superior to mankind because mankind's all over the place on his own as to morality. But there has to be a standard of morality that everybody can look to and say, yes, that is morality. Because without a moral lawgiver, then there is no morality. It's just everybody on his own, whatever feels moral to them, or immoral. Now, the same thing is, is true about the very concept and principle of goodness. Without a basic standard of goodness, there is no goodness. You can't define goodness without God. Because once again, if we leave it up to the human mind, we're all over the place. And we change with the wind as to what we think is good and what we think is bad. So there has to be a basic standard of goodness, and that basic standard of goodness is God. God is always totally moral, and God is always totally good. The scriptures tell us repeatedly that there is no sinfulness in God. One particular verse says, God cannot lie. Now, we lie, or we have the ability to lie, but because God is totally good, God cannot lie. He is totally righteous. In the third section, we looked at a whole host of facts, facts that are scientific by nature. They were written down in ancient times, some of them extremely ancient times. Thousands of years before we, in out through our human intellect, figured them out scientifically. But they're right there in the scriptures. Going all the way back to the scripture told us that the earth was hung in the sky. That it's a ball. That it's round. It took us thousands of years to figure those things out scientifically. But they're right there in the scriptures, in very ancient writings. How did those writers know those things? People did not know in that day. It was not the common thinking of mankind. But they're there. How did they get there? How did those writers know to write those things down? Well, remember, all scripture is God's very word. 2 Timothy 3 and verse 16 How did they know? How did they know what to write? God, God. In this particular section, we're looking at the reality of design in the universe, in this world, in our lives. Design is obvious everywhere and where there is intelligent design There has to be an intelligent designer behind the design. Chaos does not produce order. Now, in some cases, order can devolve into chaos if it is just let go, not paid attention to. But chaos never produces order. Design is all around us. Where did that design come from? Design, intelligent design, requires an intelligent designer. And that designer is God. No other. In Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 4, we read, For every house is built by someone, but he who built all things is God. Well, we talked about the fact that you look at a house, you're thinking about buying a house or maybe renting a house, you're going to live in that structure. You recognize it was put together by an intelligent designer and builder. Somebody who knew what they were doing put that house together. And if you looked at a house that was just (laughs) chaotic, maybe it was a brick structure, but there were bricks missing all over the place. Maybe it was a house with a roof on it, but only three walls. Or maybe you walked inside and there was no electricity, no wiring. Or maybe there was no plumbing. Uh, You could go on and on. You'd say, well, I'm not going to live there. Who in the world built built a house like that? Every house is built by someone. And we could understand by someone who knew what they were doing. But he who built all things is God. We read in Luke chapter 14 and verses 28 through 33 where Jesus said, in essence, who would build a tower without sitting down first and seeing if he has the wherewithal to build that tower? The tower is going to cost something. You don't sit down or you don't just go out one day and start building a tower or a house or a building or even a shed in your backyard without knowing at least the basics of what you're doing and also without figuring out ahead of time, do I have the finances to finish this project or even start this project for that matter? And if you say uh, no to either of those questions, then you say, I, I can't build this whatever it is, tower, structure, building, house, shed, whatever it might be. Would you want somebody to pour a driveway for you who did not know how to work with concrete? <laughs> we know the answer to that, don't we? You see, you don't start something like that without a plan, and then having the plan is just the beginning, then you've got to work the plan. Ephesians 2 and verse 10, we noted that the Apostle Paul said that we, as we become Christians, are God's workmanship. What is that word, workmanship? What does that portray? Design. That we should be involved in good works which he prepared beforehand that we should do them. So God had a plan for us before he ever created us he had good works for us to do in serving him before he ever created us before he ever sent the savior into the world so that we could become christians and work his plan the good works that he has designed for us to do you have abilities to be able to serve god through why do you think you have those abilities don't you realize God had a plan for you before he ever created you with those abilities? Now your abilities are probably different than mine. Some of them may overlap. But we could probably go down the road and look at a hundred different individuals and say, well, this the, everyone has different abilities somewhere along the line. Why? By God's design and blessing. So The universe, obvious design, intelligent design requires an intelligent designer behind the design. When we look at the universe around us, we see obvious design in the universe. Logical reasoning then, and that's what we have been using, and that's the perspective through which we have approached this study on the compelling evidence to believe in God logical reasoning recognizes the presence of an intelligent designer behind the design that is obvious all over, throughout the universe, throughout this world, and even throughout our physical beings. Scripture clearly, unambiguously, and repeatedly and unashamedly identifies God as that designer. You go back to the very beginning of the Bible It starts identifying God as the designer of everything we see. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Genesis chapter 1 and verse 1. The heavens and the earth as we see them today, they did not just happen. God created them. God set them in order. You go through the first chapter of Genesis and then you can look at The second chapter of Genesis, in less detail, the first chapter lays out God's design for this world and the universe from beginning to end, that kind of structure. The second chapter of Genesis, as was a common feature in Hebrew literature, starts with the end and goes back to the beginning. It gives less detail than chapter 1. But chapter 1 lays it out point by point. What God did, when he did it, how he did it. All of those components he brought together in the right order. So that they would come together as the universe. All the elements would come together on this earth. In such a way as to complement one another and allow life to exist upon this planet. He created us, human beings, in a very special way. I look at that, he saved us until last. Genesis chapter one, verses 26, 27, and 28. And I look at humanity as the crown of his creation. He created us, unique from every other life form, in that he created us in his image, after his likeness, from a spiritual perspective, with a soul that can live on forever with him. Well, design. Intelligent design requires an intelligent designer behind the intelligent design. Now let's get into some of the technical speak, if you would. There's a scientific word called teleology. Teleological reasoning helps us understand the designer behind the design. Teleology refers to purpose or design. That there is obvious design in the universe and in our world within the universe is undeniable. That being true, the teleological perspective recognizes the existence of an intelligent designer behind the design. Just imagine how things work together so well. Remember the Hebrews writer again, Hebrews 3 and verse 4, every house is built by someone, but he who built all things is God. As we looked in our opening section of this particular part of our study, we talked about how even if you brought all the different components, all the different elements that would go into building a house, you brought them all together, laid them out side by side in proper order, you still have to have a designer behind the design to design what elements you need, what components, and how they're to fit together, the dimensions, the structure, and so on. But even if you got that far and you brought all those components together and you laid them out on the ground wherever that house or building, whatever it was, was going to be built, you still have to have somebody put all that design together, don't you? That house isn't just going to come together by itself. Not going to happen. Tornado comes by, big wind, hurricane. It's not going to pick up all of those different components that are, going to, that are supposed to go into the building of that structure and somehow make them all fit together just right, all the nails, every nail in its place, every screw in its place, every pipe in its place, every electro, electric cable in its place, all every shingle fastened down to the roof just right. Now, it's not going to happen. It cannot happen on its own. In a sense... You can look at all those different components and as they're all separate and existing on their own, you might think of that as chaos. But a designer has to bring all of those different components, all of those different elements together and bring them together in the right ways, by the right design and build that structure And now you have order. But order never devolves into chaos. Without neglect. But on the other hand, chaos never on its own, ever, progresses into order. Chaos does not produce order. You may have order, you may let it be neglected over a period of time, and it'll devolve into chaos. How many times have we driven through the countryside and seen a barn that was put up 50 years or so ago or maybe 80 years ago, and it was a good structure, obvious design, but over the years it was let go and we see that barn falling in on itself. We could say, okay, there was order there that through neglect now is becoming chaos. But you'll never find after that barn collapses on itself you'll never find it on its own again coming back into order. Now somebody a designer can come back and he can pick up all those pieces and if they're sound he can put them back in the right places and create order. But never the reverse can happen. When we see order in the universe, when we see how the universe and how this world works together so well in such harmony, and how it is so interactive in that harmonious state, that's design. That's intelligent design. And so we need to recognize an intelligent designer behind the intelligent design. Let me leave you with one tidbit before we close today. The universe is estimated to be as much as 20 trillion, I'm sorry, 20 billion light years in diameter. Now that's just in diameter. Light travels more than 186,000 miles a second. Approximately 5,880,000,000,000 miles. It's estimated that 1 billion galaxies with 25 sextillion stars exist within the universe. Now how does that all work together? How did all of those elements get to be there? Except by the intelligent design of the intelligent designer Who is God? We'll look at this in more detail, looking at the technicalities from a scientific perspective, beginning next time. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you. We thank you for loving us so much. We thank you for creating us so marvelously. We thank you for creating our world so perfectly and creating the universe in which our world exists to work together so well to support life here on this planet. Thank you, Father. The glory be to you. Help people to see your existence in your design for everything they see all around them in this universe. Praise, glory, honor, and thanks be to you, Father. Please forgive us, please, for a prayer, gracious Father. In Jesus' name, amen.